Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the protein powderiest, uh, <laughs> sweet potato eatingest, uh, bone crushingest recap of The Bachelor ever. Ever. And ev- I can definitely say ever. Um, and we're continuing our our trip down memory lane, uh, looking at those classic episodes that are just so cringy. And oh my gosh, my I'm so unprofessional. We're gonna mute that. Oh, that's um, okay. I'm in I'm in high demand today. Um, so yeah, we're now on JoJo's season, mm-hmm. and. I'm okay, so I'm already excited for next week though because next week starts like the first seasons, and I cannot wait to go back to that because I was I watched both of those seasons when I was like a ch- a children, and I like don't understand uh, why I did or why I loved them as much as I did, but I sure loved them. Um, so I'm very excited for that. But I know like last week you said, I just want to talk about Jojo already. Uh, um, but next week is all about her. What, what, why are you so very excited to recap this episode? Uh, I believe my exact terminology was, uh, we got to talk about the juicy Jojo bits, which I immediately regretted. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> juicy Jojo bits. Oh my God. I forgot about the juicy Jojo bits. <laughs> it's going to oh, be our I'm official so... like catchphrase for this podcast. I'm so, uh, can we make shirts that say juicy Jojo bits? <laughs> yeah. Got to monetize. That's how you build the brand, right? <laughs> or we just make dog treats. I mean, sure. I still think dog treats would be a pretty good, a good call. We have a lot um, of options. What kind of juicy JoJo bits do you have? Are you talking about like like gossip outside of the show? Or are you just talking about her season? No, she's she's very fun and she seems extremely sweet and nice and genuine as a person. I think she was a great bachelorette. Uh, her relationship is extremely wholesome. She didn't jump into marriage right away with the winner. She uh, continued to just be engaged and then he reproposed to her this year. So now they're like officially getting married, which is lovely. It's it's all it's all nice. It's all very nice. The real juicy stuff comes from the contestants, specifically oh, okay. my boy Chad Johnson. Who I, I was like really confused. I was like, I feel like JoJo is like without scandal outside of oh, the whole yeah. Jordan's family stuff, uh, which is you know a whole other thing. Um, that's kind of what I thought you were talking about was like Jordan's family drama. No, um, Jojo is an angel and I love her. She's great. See, and I wasn't like that sold on Jojo until she became the bachelorette. I mean, this happens to me a lot where I'm like, why did they pick them? Mm-hmm. And then you and it and it doesn't happen with the bachelors where I'm like, my mind has changed except for food boy Colton always. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, most of the time it's like, they'll pick a bachelorette and I go, why she was so boring or like, I don't think she's going to bring anything to the table. And then she ends up bringing everything to the table. And I'm like, Oh, you like, I feel like there's not a lot mm-hmm. of bad bachelorette choices. Um, and so I was very, I was very pleased with, her being chosen as the bachelorette um but i was so like anti-jordan forever um 
And I think it was because I, and, and the interesting thing is because now I, this is what I noticed in the editing um, because now they've been together for several years, they're making an additional commitment. They seem to have had, I guess, some issues. I think a lot of it had to do with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some issues and they came out on the other side and like they're doing well. They didn't dwell on, I remember there being a lot of concern. I had this concern and like some of the contestants had this concern that because of his past and what he's trying to do and some of his aspirations that he was doing it just to be on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of, I mean, he was so like over the top, like with so much stuff that he did on the show where everyone was just kind of like, this guy's too extra. Yeah, um, tries too hard. Well, and that's that's what happens yeah. too because we have our like our cynical reality TV brains. So we're like, this guy's full of shit. And a lot of the times we're right, but in this case, no, he's just a genuinely lovely person. Yeah, it's weird because I still like my guard is still up, which is terrible because it shouldn't be because they're doing great and I'm a dick. Um, but anyway, um, that that is the thing that I still battle with where i'm like i still don't 100 trust you so you better be nice to jojo or i'll mm-hmm. kill you um <laughs> so I, i'm not going to that's a joke that's a joke uh <laughs> if anything mysteriously happens to jordan i didn't do it i don't feel like i need to say that but i'm just gonna say it um uh <laughs> and to be fair this is like a weird this has been such a busy week for me and um so i've kind of had to catch the episodes in spare moments that I have. And right now I'm training. This is like that time of the year where I'm training to do my 50 mile walk. And I just started like doing that up again. So I was like walking indoors (laughs) while watching this and taking notes on my phone. So uh, these should be really interesting notes is my point. Um, And I will say, so I I was like Team Wells from day one. I just thought Wells was like the best, you know? And I was like, he's not going to win because he's a dork. But like, I love him and he's great, you know? So I was very like excitedly rooting for Wells the whole time. And I liked that he was very transparent about like his job as like a radio DJ. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... Uh, some other people who are on Jojo season, <laughs> Luke, um, <laughs> who you don't find out, you know, exactly what they're gunning for until later, maybe, you mm. know, that weird angle of needing to be on. I don't trust Luke. Um, but Wells oh, was you like, don't? Weird. I couldn't tell. So weird. Um, Wells was like very straightforward about like what he did. And also he's just a nerd and he's, he's one of my favorite people to ever come out of the bachelor. And I like, don't, care what anybody else thinks um but i think most people agree with me so that's good uh so it was fun to have like a wells and sarah highland um segment that ran you know during the during the recap i thought that was kind of nice yeah i mean literally everyone loves wells he's if you look at the the hierarchy of bachelor nation favorites He's he's right up there with Tyler Cameron and a, a few a select few. It's rare air to be Mike, on the Wells level. Yeah. Oh, Mike for sure, for sure. Yeah, beloved. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, and well deserved because I mean I will never forget his puppet shows in Paradise. Like um, 
that shit was gold. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, had a lot of comments about Sarah Highland on Twitter too, like Sarah Highland for president <laughs> and stuff. Cause she had like that vote shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and she seemed to really uh, delight in watching her fiance make an ass out of himself on TV. So that was fun. <laughs> that was very fun. Um, and uh, so we get to, we get to relive this season with the both of them. And, and yeah, once again, I forgot all of the people who are on Jojo season. It was like in these later seasons, um, because there's so many more, extra events that they've thrown in because that didn't really start until like i want to say like jake's season like of jake and vienna like i feel like i was around then that they started doing the and it wasn't called paradise before it had like another name um but they started doing like the summer programming and stuff Mm. um it wasn't always a thing that they did. No. So it's it's always weird to be like, oh, yeah, that's why I remember all of these people. It's not because they were all on the season because I would have forgotten them. But it's because they all ended up on Paradise or Winter Games or whatever. And that's why I know them. Um, so Grant. Ugh, um, Grant is on the season. I'm glad they didn't focus on him too much because he's the worst. Um, <laughs> talk Talk about he, that a little bit. Well, because Grant, he did some like really crappy stuff. Like, remember? Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna Google this. Because um, <laughs> he did, he he did like um, he he like cheated on somebody. I'm trying to remember. I know he did shitty things. I know he did shitty things with women. And then I know also it sounds like the relationship with Lace was also like uh, burn so hot and yeah. Um, the weird thing is when I'm looking up his name, Handsome Squidward is coming up that he oh. lo- looks like Handsome Squidward, which he does. He does. Yeah, um, does. I 100% agree with that, but I'm trying to find, there's like a few grants. Hold on. There's too many grants um, on The Bachelor. <laughs> I had no idea. Now I'm like, oh, oh my God, that's not the grant I'm looking for. These are not the grants you're looking for. For some reason, um, going into this recap, I had it in my mind that Grant was the, uh, the war veteran marine guy, but I was like, no, that's a different dude. That's, that's Luke. <laughs> that's Luke. That's yeah. Luke. I got, I got I my don't... Luke and my Grant mixed up. Grant was, Grant was the, the firefighter. Mm-hmm. And he, gosh, hold on. And he did some crappy stuff. And that's what I remember. There was a lot of, oh yeah. And he said that the romance with Lace was volatile. Oh, that's never good. Yeah, very volatile relationship. Um, and God, I'm trying to find. And they, remember, they had they had like their their couple nickname was Jace. Oh yeah. And um, oh yeah. So here he said recently I've seen this was in 2017 that Lace was doing some things to try to get his attention. She's been hanging out with my ex Jen, the one who blew me up in the tabloids. All right, let's find out. Okay, Grant Kemp. Jen, <laughs> we're, we're oh my god! And then Chad hung out with Grant's ex Jen. Oh my god, that makes sense. Chad is yeah. so perfect. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so Grant broke up. This was, and I, you know what? It's weird because I feel like this burns less and less every year. And the reason I'm so visceral about it was because this was 2016 and this was still like a new thing. And that's why I still, that's why I still have that feeling like, oh, he's the worst, even though now it's happened like a million times. And I'm like, well, you know, like maybe he just didn't like her, you know? Um, Contextualized just like, ah, they probably didn't get along very well. Yeah, that's so shit. Well, no, I still thought Peter was the worst for doing that. And I thought it was really shitty of them to downplay that he left his girlfriend to be on the show. Um, Don't do that. I'm not. Future bachelor. The internet doesn't forget Peter. Um, But anyway. um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the problem. Three of the men on JoJo's season left girlfriends high and dry when they left to film the show. Um, One was Grant. And he had said something like, he had said something to Jojo in the beginning, I guess, that he would not pull a Ben Higgins and blindside her by falling for multiple women. But instead, he, like, dumped his girlfriend and came to the show. Um, so that really sucks. And then and he dumped her over the phone. Mm. While he was out of town filming another show, he gave little to no information. This is from OKHereIsTheSituation.com, which is just a great website name. Um yeah, he broke up with her over the phone. He didn't tell her why they were breaking up and he canceled a trip to see her to speak about it in person. So he just ghosted her. <laughs> so he good. didn't even, he like kind of broke up with her over the phone, but kind of let her on and then like went on the show. What is the cost of minor fame? That's what you got to ask yeah, yourself. That's so shitty. So that's why I think he sucks um, because he did that shit um oh yeah and then jordan rogers also was in the news for that if you'll remember if you'll recall um yeah so oh yeah here's a reality steve article oh my god um (laughs) it's all coming back to you now it's all coming back to you well yeah because i was like yeah and it's and someone called grant scum in this email um Long before his most recent ex and his previous engagement, he was an unemployed EMT student selling steroids in the Bay Area. Very cool. <laughs> I met him at a bar and our relationship began. Um, anyway, that sounds like so, a beautiful love story to me. I don't see what the problem is. Uh, we started dating and then on Halloween t- 2009, he moved to SoCal with me and we got an apartment together. Cheated on me left and right and left me for someone he ended up getting engaged to. Obviously, that didn't work. FYI, no, it has already been filmed, but he is the scum of the earth and a pathological liar. Very see, cool. This was the shit. This was the shit I was reading. I'm like, I it's like I see these faces and I have these memories and I have these visceral reactions of hating them. And I know it's coming from somewhere. Mm hmm. And I'm like, why do why do I feel that way? And then I read stuff like this, and then I'm like, oh, because these women came forward and they were like, this guy is scum. Um, and then yeah, someone it, he definitely left me for the girl he got engaged to. I believe her name is beep beep censored. Uh, anyways, scum. She just keeps saying scum, which is just so fun. Uh, he would fight with my mom in yelling matches, not come home at night. I'd find messages from girls saying, did we have sex that night? Worst <laughs> two years of my life. And he was hiding so much. I'd find vials of steroids and needles in the cabinets. He thought I couldn't reach. He'd not come home at night. Maybe he's diabetic. Uh, me- he got kicked <laughs> out of the OC Fire Academy. I think it's steroids. Uh, and lied for weeks like he was going. 
Uh, on Halloween, he went to my friend's house for a party and he hooked up with my freaking classmate in the bathroom. And when I got back to school the next week, everyone knew but me. Very I mean, cool. this guy sucked. Um, now, I like I will the part say where he yells is, at her mom. <laughs> yeah, this is somebody's, this is an email to Reality Steve. This is amazing, this stuff. Uh, and this is an ex who had a Hotmail email still. Just Ooh, she's um, got her own problems then. Could be a burner, though. Like, uh, my burner is a Yahoo email. I get it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently while, yeah, I forgot. He cheated on so many women. Like, so Reality Steve got, like, four exes to come out against this guy. I mean, he That's really sucks. I mean, yeah. one could just be, like, a, you know, a sour grapes or any number of things. Sure. Not four yeah. people. It's like, okay, this is a problem. <laughs> Right. It's like, oh, it's a misunderstanding. Like somebody is just, you know, like maybe you guys didn't handle it that well and, you know, whatever. But yeah, this is like, oh, you suck. Like, um, yeah, X number two doesn't want to be identified by name, but I can tell you I spoke to her aunt and she met Grant the first time in 2010. They got engaged in 2013. And then in 2014, while Grant was still engaged, he met his ex, Jen, on a flight from Atlanta to San Francisco. He never told Jen he was engaged during his time on the plane. He officially broke off and broke up and called off the engagement with ex number two after meeting Jen right after the new year of 2015. Hmm. So, I mean, it is just like. Trash man. I mean, this, yeah, he is a trash man who looks like a sexy Squidward. And, oh yeah. And that was the other thing too. The flight where they met. I remember all of this shit now. The flight where they met, he got a tattoo of the flight number and Roman numerals on his arm. And then he ended up getting matching tattoos with lace, if you'll recall. And people brought that up. Yeah. Maybe don't get matching tattoos. That's just kind of like general life advice from me. Yeah, just like don't do that. Um, (laughs) And... uh, yeah, apparently they were talking engagement, kids, and family, and then he broke up with this girl over the phone to be on The Bachelorette. Amazing. He's trash. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so that's so that's Grant for all of you who don't remember how much he sucks and how much I hate him. Um, and then, yeah, Luke. So Luke in this season mm-hmm. was because they already had a guitar guy. Yeah, he's the troop if you guy. Recall. He was the war veteran guy. But the thing is, I'll just get into this now. I'll just tell the story now. Do it. Um, so the thing is, he's a musician in Nashville, and it I it didn't really become obvious, I guess, until the winter games that he was on the show to get more exposure. And yeah. that's when he really got blown up for that. And then Cut to Sammy being in Nashville and getting a ride in a lift. And my lift driver asked me, Do you watch The Bachelor? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I just played a show with Luke. <laughs> oh my God. 
And this was like years after that was even relevant, right? Sure. And I was like, cool. And then he was like, you should follow me on Instagram. And I was like, okay. And I still follow this guy on Instagram. And then and every time I, like, just because I'm like, well, whatever. But every time I like look at his stuff, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the guy that told me he played with Luke from The Bachelor. See, that would have been like a, a, a follow and then wait 24 hours and unfollow situation for me. Like yeah, you're, you're I'll probably kind of unfollow. Person. I'll probably unfollow someday. I I don't follow that many people either, um, and I usually just use Instagram for like my food stuff. So like my food blog. So I just I don't really pay that much attention to it, and I rarely look at stories. So like every once in a while, I'm just reminded that I follow this guy. But then when I do, it's like this funny memory of like we had a, actually a really good conversation. He was a nice guy, but he very much wanted to. Um, to plug that he was a musician in Nashville. It's like going to LA and just having people talk about being actors or producers, you know, it's like, well, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. You all are, you all are like everyone around me is Mm -hmm. that. So you like it, I would be more surprised. And the craziest thing is like the biggest industry in Nashville is healthcare, (laughs) you know? And I'd be like, I'd be more surprised if you told me you worked for a hospital, even though everybody here works for a hospital. So it's because they're uh, waiting for their singer songwriter careers to take off. Apparently. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. My name in Nashville is Dr. Rock. (laughs) I'm sure there's like a lot of that. I'm sure there's a lot of that. I I did a couple like networking, you know, things there uh, for the brief moment that I was actually about to move there. And then, well, that's another story for another day. Um, but most of the people I talked to were either like working in the music. Like I met someone who worked for ASCAP, you know, and then I'd meet people who like worked for hospitals and like, there wasn't really a lot of, or I, well, no, the in between was the work that I do, which is like marketing. So it's like, besides that, everybody there like worked for some kind of agency or, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's uh, that's my little microcosm look at Nashville via under 40 networking groups. Um, so, okay, Evan was also on the show. And I love Evan, and I don't care. Evan kicks ass. About he looked like either. he like, LARPs on the weekends. Dude, I absolutely love Evan, and I always wanted him to win. And as much as I love Chad, my problematic fave, I mean, I love Evan more, you know, because he's actually like someone that I would hang out with. You know, I'm like, I would definitely. And I forgot how many boner jokes he made right at the beginning of the season. And I was just like, oh, I love you. Specialist, come on. Yeah. And he's just like, it's a hard job. And, you know. All this, and I was, and he was very slick about it, and I was like, "That's cute and great." And um, I mean, Carly was one of my favorite people uh, to ever be on the show, and her brother Zach also. I just loved both of them, so it was very cool when poor Carly didn't seem like she could catch a break, and when they ended up together, I was like, "This is great. This is yeah. like this all makes sense." Evan, Evan um, is really good because he doesn't look like the normal bachelor contestant he doesn't act like the normal bachelor contestant and he did reasonably well like normally when you have a person who you're like oh you're an actual human being who's average in some way they're going to get cut immediately but evan was able to stick it out until at least halfway through if not more so right yeah he made it a decent amount of the way and then of course like paradise helped lengthen his exposure and his was that an erectile dysfunction joke 
Yes. <laughs> Lengthen. <laughs> I Ayo. didn't mean to. He was able to pump up his reputation. Um, <laughs> You're proud of that uh, no, one, I can tell. I, <laughs> I, always liked, I always liked the two of them. I really hated what Kirk did to Carly. I just always thought that was so shitty. And she was like, a cruise ship singer, which is like a dream job of mine. Oh, that would be so good. Dude, I just think Carly's the shit. So, and then her brother was just so cool and cute. And I was just like, I just want them all. I want all of them to have great lives, you know, like I just love them. And so it, I feel like it's just, it's all, it all came together for them and I'm proud of them. Uh, but really, I do think the, this season, in some ways, besides like the interesting Chad stuff, oh, the season Chad. was like the season was like kind of boring in terms of. Well, I think at this point I was still reading spoilers, but even without doing that, you could tell. Like this was one of those seasons where I feel like you could tell right away that it was going to be Jordan. Like, I don't know. I didn't have a question. I was like, I and I didn't fully like it, but I was like, yeah, this is the Jordan and JoJo show. Like. Mm-hmm. She seemed the most into him all the time. Yeah, I I would agree. Like she was the most into him, and then Robbie was the most into her. <laughs> yes, uh, but dude. Also, she definitely has a type because when you get down to, you know, towards the end, so say like around like week seven, and it's like who's left? Well, we got James, Luke, Chase, Robbie, and Jordan. And you look at him, you're like, these are variations on the same man as far as like appearance <laughs> yes. goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and um, like, I still, I forgot that Robbie made it into the final two. Mm -hmm. And everything about that feels wrong. Like, how is he in anyone's final two? Like, okay, this is what I don't get about Robbie. What I don't get about Robbie is how popular he is with women. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't think he's that popular with fans, but for some reason, a lot of women like spending time with him. And I don't see the appeal um, because he just seems like way too self centered. Mm -hmm. And, like, so in this season, was he only billed as a a former competitive swimmer? Yeah, he's just a swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, after this season, then he called himself a social media influencer. And he was the first, I think he was the first person to ever do that on this the show. This is good. I love and, the variations on unemployed. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And so then when he was like, I'm a social media influencer, I was like, shut the fuck up, Robbie. And that made me like hate him more. Um, there's another, there's another podcast, uh, a bachelor recap podcast that I listened to. Uh, yes, I cheat on my own podcast. Um, <laughs> And it's called Rose Pricks, and it's really great. So you guys should listen to that if you're not listening to it already. Cause it's fantastic. We're better they though. Call, well, I mean, we're different. We're just different. <laughs> I've can, never listened can, to it. I can't. I can't substantiate that claim at all. You can. You can consume. They're very good at voices and stuff. Like oh. it's very nice. But, but um, you can consume different content. You know. But they called Robbie Orange Robbie, which is just my favorite <laughs> thing ever. And I was like, yes, he is Orange Robbie, and. And Robbie is such a fame ball. And I just, and it's so obvious, like, that it just grosses me out. Like, at least mm-hmm. be cool about it. I don't know. At like, least pretend to be normal. 
Yeah, at least pretend like you don't care that you have like a million followers on Instagram or whatever it is that he has. Um, But he like calls himself a social media influencer and he's been on other reality shows like Vanderpump Rules. Um, He went on a couple dates with Sheena, um, which Sheena, like, stop. Like, I mean, it seems like she's with someone like finally Mm -hmm. normal and, and like cool and stable. That's good. But like, I don't know, like the whole like paradise thing where Robbie was like, and who was it with even? I don't even remember anymore. He was like, I put a bunch of glow sticks in the pool. Doesn't it look cool? And I was like, you suck. I'm like, this sucks. This doesn't look that cool. And you just like littered in a pool and production's going to have to go dive in and get those. And I hate you. Um, the only so person I- who's allowed to be on Vanderpump Rules anymore is uh, Stasi's boyfriend slash fiance, Bo. He's the only wholesome Vanderpump person. Because everybody else got fired. Yeah, everybody else got fired or they're terrible and should be fired or just kept off a of TV. But Bo, Bo wait, is an wait, angel. Wait, wait, wait. I'm here to stand. Um, I need to stand Tom and Ariana because I love them. Um, yeah, the, the, to- and e- the Toms are fine, I guess. But, to- but well, Bo is special. Is- Katie's like uninteresting, but she can stay. Um, and, uh, James is so problematic, but I can't stop watching and Raquel can stay forever. She's, she's an angel. At least James has she's, a redemption arc. <laughs> like he, he should does. have been thrown in prison five years ago, but somehow he's but back my, and good. He gets a redemption arc every season. It's insane. But I feel like I actually do feel like he is changing and I don't want him to fuck with me anymore yeah um normally his I thing really is just he do, he does or says something terrible feels bad about it and you're like okay here's the redemption arc and then he has like one vodka tonic and he's just like lala you are a whore and then it all just starts yeah, over and then again. you're like god damn it like yeah but i mean so i just hope he's he stays sober because i think that really does change his personality oh yeah so 100 anyway we're not we're not necessarily here to talk about Vanderpump Rules, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. Universe. More people should be fired from that show than have been. Well, yeah, actually, and you know what's really interesting about the uh, the Vanderpump Rules ex- uh, or Bachelor Extended Universe into Vanderpump Rules is that Jade came from Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Jade and Tanner are like, you know. Uh, the the most high. I don't know why everybody just is like so obsessed with their love story. Um, we and just how often they fight on TV. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, dude, I don't think their relationship is their own. Um, but I mean, if you have to end up on all of these TV shows about relationships and trouble, I have a hard time believing that it's good. But yeah. okay, whatever. Maybe you're just growing. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I I just can't I really can't stand Robbie and I don't I just don't see the appeal like I, I but you know what it's the same thing with like Tom Sandoval I like Tom Sandoval but I would not like to date him because I don't think I could handle being with someone who takes longer to get ready than I do and it's not it's not like a it's not like a gender role thing it's like a i'm impatient thing um like i just don't have time for that and and it just seems like robbie just takes way too much time to do everything and i just like someone who's that high maintenance it exhausts me 
So I just don't think I could do it. But anyway, um, I also forgot Derek was in this season. Um, our Jim Halpert. Oh my gosh, we really didn't make it far at all. And we're already 30 minutes in. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's not a lot that happens. Uh, uh, I like that Derek uh, called Jojo grounded. Like, you know, like a good wire would be when he is like a, like a construction dude. <laughs> Like, grounded, isn't he man. like a, isn't he like a contractor or something? I think he, I think he works in like finance. He has like some what boring bank I job. He, I thought he worked in. Hold on, I thought he worked in like construction or or um or was like a contractor. Hold on, Derek Peth. I like Derek Peth because I honestly don't know how tall he is, but he just reads as short man to me, but not in a bad way. He's just got short no, guy I- energy. He does have shark eye energy. Oh, he's a commercial banker. Why did I think he was in like construction? Oh, bachelor bonus points for Steve. <laughs> Why did I think that though? Now I'm like upset because I'm like, where did that come from? What Chiron? You confused him up? with like nine other Derricks uh, across twenty different <laughs> seasons. Uh, or old, or or as Rose Pricks used to call this one guy, old man construction. Um, <laughs> um and now i forgot his real name which is really sad old man construction worker um and when if you google old man construction worker all you get is stock images (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that sounds like a real getty image (laughs) oh and derek is dating somebody but he didn't he didn't say that on the show though how tall is how tall is she no, I don't think well, he she's did. a she's a model. Oh. So she's I, I need him standing back to back so I can assess his actual height. He's dating model Saffron Vater. Vater? I don't know. V-A-D-H-E-R. I don't know. Uh, two years after a split from Taylor Nolan. Um, whoa. And there's like a nine year age difference. Good for him. Um, and they've been quarantined together. And very cool. Oh, wow. They've been together for a while. Hmm. Good job, Derek. But all their videos are private. So he's being coy. Being coy. That's fine. Um, But anyway, good for Derek. He seems like a sweet dude. Um, And then we get to see um, our problematic fave, Chad. Oh, Uh, He comes in and says hi. Um, Daniel, the creepiest Canadian anyone has ever met. God, he's so creepy and weird. And like, I'm a very pale person. So yeah. I feel like I'm allowed to say that he looks sickly pale like, oh, he, all the time. And he's like a model or something. He's a, yeah, a Canadian like, model with like weird beady eyes and, and the palest skin of all time. Yeah, it's like, Some do you ever model. go outside? Like, I, I know that I am like almost translucent, but like this dude, lo- but I don't look sick. Like this guy looks sick. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. As a fellow um, pasty person, I feel like I can critique this part of him. So yeah, exactly. This is like, I'm like, this is within my jurisdiction. Um, Luke comes in on a unicorn. Uh, anyway, uh, Wells brings a band cause he's great. Team Wells for life. And then I forgot about the Santa guy who was like, Jojo, 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 Joe. That was good. I also forgot about the Bachelor super fan who was on the show. He so didn't make it anywhere. No. Did no, not. No, that was that was very short-lived. I totally forgot about about the Bachelor super fan guy. Um and then and then Daniel also brings up damn Daniel, which is just I mean uh, vintage memes here. 
Yeah, back at it again. Um, but I love that like he couldn't even land that, and he and he just like and he looked at JoJo and he's like, "You've you've been on the internet in the last couple of months," and it's like, no dipshit. She was on a show where she didn't have access to the internet. Don't you know that? Like, moron. Anyway, um, uh, let's talk about the dates. Um, let's talk about the people that they really focus on. First off, they focused on Chase. Um, and I also forgot Chase existed. I didn't remember Chase at all. I, yeah, I, I did not remember much about him either. <laughs> and he made it really far. He was like in the final, what, three? Yeah. Cause he, cause he looks like the other people. He looks like a combination of Robbie, Luke and James. <laughs> like if you put him in, in the machine from the fly, Chase would come out. He does. And so I was just like, who? Who is this guy? Um, but they did like the tantric yoga thing. Um, and that was awkward. Um, and I love that Sarah Highland's like, oh, yeah, we did that while we were in quarantine. <laughs> and then Wells like, like, you know, he's like, yeah, you do this. And she's like, oh, you're being the girl. Um, and I kind of like that she puts Wells down, makes fun of him like everyone does. That's yeah. fun. Um, and then we get to watch Wells awkward moments, like, uh, when he just like, you know, falls down as a firefighter, um, <laughs> cause he can't handle the heat. To be fair, I, I would also pass out. Um, and then, so I, I didn't remember this, that like, he couldn't get up the nerve to kiss her for like a really long time. Some adorable shit. Yeah, he's so cute. Um, And, you know, and then so it's like, all right, we're going to go on this date that's just so magical that if you don't kiss, you're just an asshole. So you better <laughs> kiss me. You better you know, do it's it. Like, oh, my God, that's a lot of buildup. Um, and they're like watching this like water thing above them. And then they're in the water and they're sliding around and, and they kiss. And then Jojo is like, that was the moment, Wells. That was the moment. And she's like cheering him on. And it was like. Very strange, but cute, though. Um, she's, like, all proud of him. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you guys aren't going to, like, make it or anything. Because like, be that's the good Yeah, that's the reaction that she gives you. But obviously, you guys are, like, friends who kissed a couple times now. Um, but I loved when he was like, um, oh, the confident romantic side of me is coming out now. <laughs> well, you don't have a confident romantic side. That's all friend, buddy. <laughs> I know. It's like, nice try. Go back to puppets. Um, <laughs> don't believe you, <laughs> but it's cute though. Uh, and then, and then they show the Chad moments, the Chad meat head moments. And I don't know why he is my favorite villain ever. He's the greatest villain of all time. We, we talked about this yeah. before, like what makes a great villain and, and who's, who's good and, and who's the best. And there's nobody even in the same league as Chad. He's, and you know, when we talked about this before, I was like, yeah, he was a good villain, but seeing these scenes again, my God, is he masterful and he is living the gimmick. Okay. There's no bullshit here. This is pure uncut Chad. All right. Because afterwards, holy shit, we'll talk about what he did on the show, but afterwards we had previously discussed that he, you know, uh, domestic violence problems. And then he gets out of that situation. And now he's like, starting in OnlyFans because people want to see him have sex for some reason. I, I don't know why. He's been on a bunch of different reality shows. That's the only thing he's been able to do. And now, I don't think, the last time we talked, we got to talk about this. 
You, do you know about him and Tyler Cameron and what's going on? Well, okay. So I just pulled up a Bustle article <laughs> um, about it. Okay. Let me, let me narrate what, what is going yeah. on in the world of Chad Please Johnson. Please tell me. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a big Chad man. I, got, I have like a Google alert set up for his name now. Uh, so what happened was after Chad like punched a hole in the wall and was arrested for domestic violence, Tyler, who was Instagram friends with Chad's heavy finger quotes, girlfriend, whatever they are now, he reached out to her on Instagram. was just like, hey, I hope you're doing okay. If you need anything, please let me know. Just super simple, right? Now, Chad gets out of jail. Tyler's Tyler's like the eternal nice guy. Yeah, he's he's nice. He's nice. It's not like he was trying to... That's the nicest thing, yeah. Yeah, it's Uh not like he was trying to be slimy and like slide into her DMs or anything. So Chad... No. Uh, about a week ago, he goes on uh, Hollywood Raw, which is some podcast that I don't listen to, where apparently washed up meatheads get to talk about shit. Uh, I personally wouldn't want to give a platform to a you know a guy who abuses his girlfriend, but what do I know? No, I mean uh, weird. Yeah, yeah, totally weird. So Chad reveals that he he knew about the DM, and was and his response was, "I gotta kick Tyler's ass," and then. He says that he was just signed by Celebrity Boxing for a fight in October, and he wants to fight Tyler. Like, Tyler's going to stoop to his level. Yeah, but Tyler's so not going to do that. Pure like, yeah, villainy. Whatever, bro. He's, like, yeah. he's like an extra dark timeline version of Tanya Harding, just, just taking it to the next level here with this shit. Celebrity Boxing, that's where he's headed. And on top of that, like, his whole porn empire... He's partners with Hulk Hogan's son who like got fucked up and crashed a car and like murdered his best friend. So keeping great company, really awesome. Chad Johnson living the ultimate villain dream. And I mean, what's better than to gain relevancy as a villain than to attack the current number one fave in Bachelor Nation with Tyler? Makes sense. Yeah, that's so. I mean, yeah, Tyler is like Tyler's like we don't even deserve him. Um, he's like, every, if there was any dirt that existed on Tyler, we would know about it already. You know what I mean? He is a hundred percent clean, such a good dude. Every, everybody loves him. Um, and I just remember when he started that season, I was just like, I was like this weird, like Patrick Swayze type of dude. <laughs> who maybe is not the smartest and then like as you get to know him you're like no he's actually like really like introspective and like really sweet seems very actually deep and very loyal and i'm like damn i had him all wrong you know and then it's just like the more you get to know him the more you like him that's never the case oh when the season he was on started contestants i i just referred to him as box of rocks because i thought he was like handsome and dumb and muscular but no he's he's sensitive and introspective like you said and he's not that dumb he's back yeah yeah he's, he's a good dude Sorry, Tyler. He's very involved with this community. Yeah, we had you all wrong, Tyler, but we're yeah. we're big fans now. You are a box of rocks that contains multitudes, Tyler. We love you. You're like you're like a box of um tumbled rocks mm-hmm. that's all shiny and pretty. Yeah, and full of um, brains because you're not dumb. Full of brains. Yeah, you're definitely not dumb. You're definitely not dumb. You're super smart. Um, we were dumb. Uh, like he's ever gonna hear this. <laughs> he's right Tyler, now. come on our show. Um. Oh, God, that would be a dream come true. But okay, so 
here's another here's another piece. I mean, the more you look up about Chad, the more you'll find like just like how shit he is. And I did watch him on another reality show, and I'm trying to remember it was some single singles dating type of you know like it was like a, a celebrity in the loosest terms dating show mm-hmm. um and he was like he was like flirting with brandy glanville and stuff Ooh. yeah so weird um down. yeah well whatever um but so apparently his yeah on again off again girlfriend it, at the end of april said that besides the physical assault thing um it sounds like he had to have some welfare checks and he got hospitalized for his safety i mean yeah i don't necessarily think that all is right upstairs for sure no he's like, he's he definitely up. needs to see somebody um, and you could tell that too, because I mean, he, again, it's it's the Bachelor, so things are added a certain way. But his he just like flipped the switch into rage, like he's so insecure and just uh, the littlest thing. Like when Evan did the stand up comedy bit, and he was just like, "Oh, I just want to come up here and talk about the dangers of steroids." Ha ha ha! It's just a joke because there's a bunch of muscular dudes in the room or whatever, and it was clearly a little poke at Chad. And with that, it's like Chad's gonna rip your shirt, and then like schoolyard bully you for the next two days it's bizarre well but you know it's like that's the thing it's like i think there is some insecurity with him like because look at like a guy like evan you know he's really smart he can use his wit to make somebody look smaller you know Um, and that's his ability. That's his power. You know, Wells Mm -hmm. has the same type of ability. There's a lot of guys on the show that are like pretty witty, you know? And it's like, I think he looks at that as like a direct threat and, and, and I don't know, you know, I, I'm not going to say anything about, I'm not going to speculate about anything, you know, in terms of his intelligence or anything like that, but it does seem like he's compensating for some kind of intellectual shortcoming Mm -hmm. by tripling, quadrupling down on the whole persona of like protein powder and, and massive amounts of meat and this anger and this aggro stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I love when they, when Chris interviewed Evan, he's like, well, clearly I was the alpha male in the house and he was threatened. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck yeah, Evan, you're so funny. Um, he's just like, so, you know, he had to just like, he had to try to get one over on me, you know? And then we find out from Wells that like, um, first of all that, uh, Robbie can make ribs. So that's one good thing Robbie can do. That's good. And that Robbie made ribs. Everybody loved them. And Chad ate the bones. Ate the bones. He seems like a bone-eating guy to me. Yeah, there's something he, wrong with Chad. I know you said yeah, that you he, don't want to speculate on his intelligence. I'm going to go ahead and say he's a dumb, weird motherfucker. <laughs> like, Wells was like... And and Wells being incredulous is one of my favorite things he does on this, on this franchise. <laughs> when Wells is like, can you believe what just happened? It's like, we're all with you. We, we all feel this. Audience he's the surrogate. Voice of, 
Yeah, it's like it's like, you know, Bethany in the early seasons of Real Housewives of New York. He's that he's like, yeah, we're all we, we all feel the same way you do. We don't get it, you know, and he's like, yeah, he he was like chewing on and sucking and swallowing the bones. And he looked at me and was like, well, there's a lot of good stuff in the bones. And like, that makes me feel so physically ill. I can't. Yeah, that means um, he poops bones. Like, doesn't that he hurt? Poops bones. Imagine, imagine a rib bone turning sideways and coming out of your butt. Like, that's not fun. Yeah. Maybe don't so imagine some- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't. Juicy Jojo bits. Um, so he so here's some more stuff to add to the villainy. This comes from cheatsheet.com. Um, so apparently, so he was on OnlyFans with his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever. Uh, and they were reportedly making forty thousand dollars a month. That makes sense. Uh that's a lot of money. Um, and then it sounds like he changed the password of the account, took all the money that was earned and put it into his own account. Oh, left his actual nothing. Piece of shit. Um, and then apparently, like, his ex said that, she said, despite, uh, this is like a, you know, paraphrasing from her, despite Johnson's lofty ambitions to purchase a house in Las Vegas to make his adult videos, he's never had money and doesn't work now, adult films aside. And she said, there's no way in hell he's going to buy a mansion in Vegas or even rent one and paying everyone that goes into that. She said, adding, he just came up with this idea a week ago and that he tends to do this with everything. Mm -hmm. Um, That he lives off Instagram sponsorships and it took two months for him to repay her for the hole he allegedly punched in her wall and the phone he broke because he's a Chad. So, of course, he's going to be punching holes in walls Uh, that everyone should just understand that. that event was marketed like it was going to. Ch- oh, oh, as far as the Battle of the Bachelors boxing event, Mishler also claims that Johnson used the sponsorship money to pay himself and his business partner for things like rent. The event was marketed like it was going to charity, but really none of the proceeds were going to charity. She said his only goal in life is to make money. Yeah. Yeah. That all makes sense. Villain behavior. Has Chad ever done anything good? I mean,. <sighs> I don't know because I, I you ever the weird find thing one is, good thing about him. The well, I will say when he said life isn't all blueberries and paper airplanes is uh, that is one of my favorite things I've ever heard anyone say in the whole world. Yeah, I kind of want to um, get that tattooed on me. I do really like it, and I'm not joking. Um, but he apparently posted something. Oh God! Of course, he has a bar stool. Fucking sweatshirt what a piece yep, of shit yep. um all of this is tracking really well dude so i can't believe i can't believe he has a barstool shirt i i can believe he has a barstool shirt but what a piece of shit um i was on abc's the bachelor now i do porn as the king of only fans father of revenge daddy to your daughter that's his bio on instagram um wonderful, anyway wonderful. so he apparently Said he was 35 days sober, uh, but I don't know what date that was. So I don't know if that's still a thing. He frosted his hair, too. I forgot about that. Oh, frosting in 2020. Villain move. Absolutely love it. Dude, absolute villain move. He frosted his hair in 2020. Um, 
I'm trying to figure out what date this is because it's like it's on. Is there like a good way to? I should know this. All I know is I found a picture of him and it looks like he's driving like a stretch Hummer and it's got real Chad Johnson.com written on the side of it. That's his only fans. So good. February 3rd. He had said he was 35 days sober. And so I have a feeling that that is no longer relevant. Hmm. Um, I have a feeling that that is, I mean, it just seems like it's not relevant is my point based on the things that I am observing, but I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm, it could be, it could be a a real thing. Um, wow. I mean, he's just, yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where, and he got kicked off of paradise. He got kicked off. It's like, and people keep, and the thing is, okay, we're going to get into this real quick because I posted something, um, recently because I get, I get really frustrated. Okay. This is going to be in like several parts. I'm going to try to make it cohesive. I get really frustrated when people relegate everything to cancel culture, when some people should just not be given attention. Yeah. Like there are people who just don't deserve the money and the success and the attention that they're getting because they're problematic. I mean, I know we're joking about it, but it's like, I would prefer him not exist on my TV at all. Like I would prefer him just like not to make money off of the shitty things that he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cathartic to laugh at it and be like, he's an asshole. And the only way he's successful is through like his only fans and Instagram sponsorships. And that's funny, but he is the worst. And I like, just want to be really clear about that. Um, yeah, don't and, don't think that that he's not a, a villainous pile of shit just because he looks like muscular George Michael. Yeah, like we actually hate him. Um, but but my point is like someone someone was saying like we keep there's a YouTuber that I was watching who made this point like why do we keep making excuses for these people who are just terrible and we keep giving them chances and we keep bringing them back and they prove again and again that they're not redeemable. It's like, we were talking about James. It's like, James has been given a lot of chances. Now Mm. I really, I haven't heard anything lately because I just haven't been following him. But I mean, I would love to hear that he like turned his life around and he's doing better. And he's thinking about the hurtful shit he said to people. And he's not doing that again. For some reason, the apology that he gave at the reunion felt genuine. Like, he seemed like a broken person Mm -hmm. who just looked deeply regretful. And it didn't feel like crocodile tears like it had in the past. So I'm really hoping that 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 is the sign of a changed man. Um, But why do we give people so many chances in the first place? Like, this YouTuber I was watching was like, why are you giving so many chances to people like, and I'm sorry if you guys aren't in the people listening, aren't in the YouTube stuff, but like, this is pretty high profile stuff like the Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star stuff, you know, where it's like, um, your, why do you keep giving them chances? They have shown you that they're racist. They have shown you that they're terrible and they have not changed their behavior after doing it. They haven't taken down those videos. They're still monetized. They're still, you know what I mean? It's like sure, yeah. if they were, if they had learned from their past and their mistakes, they would very likely <laughs> be so, you know, ashamed of it that they wouldn't want it to still be out there 
you know, and, and kind of using, um, I mean, I, I do think it's, it made sense for Jenna Marbles to like step down and like take a, take a beat and think about what she wants to do next. And I think that that's like a responsible, good thing to do Mm -hmm. and realize that she hurt people and realize that she maybe needs to think about how much space she's taking up. And if that space should be taken up by other people, like, I, I think that that's a very responsible way to, to look at what you're doing and the impact you have on the world. Um, but they don't do that. You know, it's like they're, they're constantly fucking up and then they're posting these apologies and then immediately do something shitty and then apologize again. And it's like, oh, the Paul brothers, they're the best at that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how many times are you going to let somebody apologize and you keep letting them in. And and the title of this video that I was watching was like, face it, like you don't care that they're racist. You don't care. If you did, you would have stopped watching a long time ago. But you keep doing these mental gymnastics to like reassure yourself that it's okay. So like I'm just putting it out there. I don't think what Chad's doing is okay. And I think it's baffling that he's been given so many chances to show up in mm-hmm. places where I can see him, <laughs> like, um, you know, outside of OnlyFans, you know, um, but I, I, I think it's crazy that he's been given these platforms on these reality shows, um, and he gets kicked off of almost all of them. And the weird thing is, like, there was one show where, like, that's that dating show where he seemed to be a little bit more chilled out and he seemed to, and they were like trying to, there was like therapy involved in mm-hmm. the show. And so it was like, hey, you got to come to terms with all this shit, all these problems that you have and this distance that you create be- between yourself and others and the self sabotage that you do and this aggressive behavior. And it's uh, there was like one point where it seemed like there was like a glimmer of a hope that he was starting to get it. And then he just 100% backslid and just became the worst again. And it was like, all right, well, I guess that didn't work. So here we are again. And it's just, you know, staying the same or whatever. So I, yeah, that, that kind of thing can get really frustrating and, and, and it's like, yeah, why are we continuing to give him a chance? It's like, if he fucked up once and he, you know, it's like, you see those people who are one-time villains on the show and they come back and they're, they're very likable. And it's like, oh, you just listened to what producers told you, yeah. or maybe you just got a little too wrapped up in everything, got a little too excitable. You watched yourself or- on TV and you figured out, oh shit, I'm horrible. I need to do this to, yeah. And it's like, and I'm totally okay with everybody getting a second chance. I think everybody deserves a second chance, every single person. Um, But if you're continuing to not learn after all of these people are putting all of this time and effort into trying to even help you uh, get better, because I feel like the paradise thing, it was like, okay, we're letting you in, but this is what you got to do. And this is how you got to, you know, and he was just like, well, fuck that. You know, I'm going to do crazy <laughs> shit because I'm chat. And it's like, well, like, stop giving like this. I, I talk about chat a lot because I think he's a, he is a great villain, but I don't want it to be lost on people that he is the absolute worst. And I forgot how much he like dissed Jojo during the show. Oh yeah. 
You know, where he was just like, oh, well, you're kind of like nagging me. And she's like, excuse you? Like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Total dickhead. It's incredible. And all, and, and all the guys were just like, what the fuck is happening? And and meanwhile, he's calling them like a parade of losers. And he's like, it's like the Care Bears just surrounded me. <laughs> I think he was like riding high on some like 2009, 2010, like pickup artist, cool guy bullshit. Yes. Because that yes, shit was super popular then. It's just like, all right, so the number one way to bang chicks is to be horrible to them. And then they'll bang yeah, you. you just- Tell them you're, they're ugly. Like you're, you're pretty cool for an ugly chick. That's right. Just, uh, just break them yeah. down psychologically, and they'll shrug and have sex with you. I know nobody else in this bar wants to do you, but I would. It's like <laughs> what the fuck? Like that is not cool. Um, but he, yeah, he's totally that guy. Like, well, you know, and you seem like an egg. But anyway, and it's like what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I do think it was funny that he was like. Oh, when they all surrounded me, it was like West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chad, the like character the- being a psycho on TV is funny and he's a great villain. It's just like Chad, the actual person who hits women and makes $40,000 a month, which is don't give him money. Who is giving this man yeah, money to watch him have sex? Him money. You could go anywhere on the Internet and watch people have sex. You don't need to pay Chad. Yeah, you can do it for free, you know, and if you, yeah, you can do it for free. So, like, don't give him money. And I bet you could even find some of his shit ripped somewhere. So don't give him money. Um, (laughs) Just saying, if you really wanted to watch specifically him, which why, I don't understand. And how are there $40,000 worth of people who do want to do that? I don't get it. But I don't know. See, it's like sometimes I wonder because, you know, they say like um, to be successful in business, you don't need like a ton of people. You really just need like a thousand raving fans. Mm -hmm. And like that's apparently what he's found. And it frustrates me that he found it before I did. So it's fine. I'm just I'm just jealous. Uh, Just kidding. Um, But I do like the postmortem they did after he left the show uh, where Wells and Evan like spread his protein, protein powder, powder ashes, powder ashes. <laughs> so and then didn't and then didn't well say death to tyrants and he kicked the, the yeah. bottle uh, or the container because it was funny so good yeah and and i like and i liked wells and evan talking about like being on camera together and being like okay so this was what we were this was our strategy and wells is like i was afraid <laughs> i was just afraid <laughs> And I just left him alone because I was like, I don't want to be anywhere near this guy. He's going to kick my ass. And Evan was like, I think it's a good idea to bother him (laughs) and just poke him as much as I can. And he's like, so we had very different strategies in in this thing. Um, I would I would have definitely been an Evan on that season. Like I would have gotten murdered by him. I would have been 100 percent. Wells. I would have been like, I'm no, I'm noping out of this situation. I'm not getting anywhere near this fucking asshole like no way no way no how um so i totally get it um and then i just wanted to mention that i thought evan and carly's kids are super cute and mm-hmm. when um when one of the kids said bye wellsy i thought that was the cutest fucking thing in the world bye wellsy <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh what a precious precious thing wellsy so cute um <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so then, okay, we get, 
I don't even feel like talking about Derek because I feel like that whole thing was kind of boring. Like Derek's fine. I just felt like it was boring. He didn't get interesting for me until he was on Paradise and like dating Taylor and stuff. Like I feel like that stuff got more interesting, but the stuff was boring. Um, and then yeah, Luke. So so you see the guys who got close to the end, and I am actually shocked that Derek and Luke didn't make it as far as Chase and Robbie did because I if I had been JoJo, I that would have flipped. Like yeah, those two would have made it a lot farther. Um, Chase, even though medical sales rep, yeah, even though Luke drove me nuts, like he would have made it farther than Chase and Robbie for sure. And same with Derek, like for sure, those guys would have made it farther. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know, I didn't pay much attention to this section because it was just like a bunch of breakups about guys I didn't remember or care about. Um, but let's talk about the quarantine check in with Tyler. and he seems to be doing great. He seems to really be thriving in quarantine. God, he's just so perfect. He's making um, a career out of these. Every time I turn on my television, it's another uh, quarantine check-in with Tyler. He's so he's so delightful. He really is. I just he makes me smile. Um, and he's so excited. And he's like genuinely excited and proud for Matt. You can tell, oh, like God. that he just can't wait. For Matt to be the bachelor. And this was like, this is interesting though. The way that Chris did this, the way ABC did this, it's like, listen, everybody's okay with it. Okay. Okay. Rachel is not super happy about it, but we're not talking about that right now. Cause we're talking about these guys and they're just happy to be here. Okay. So, uh, we're just going to focus on that and don't talk about how problematic it was that we didn't have a black bachelor up until now. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, you know, and Matt's like, I'm going to play this part. Okay. I'm going to do it because, uh, I, I like having this check, uh, you know? And so he was like, you know, some of my friends who never would have watched the show before are excited. They're excited and representation and all that stuff. And I'm like, I really hope Matt (laughs) feels that. And he doesn't feel like he has to say that. I feel like it's a combination (laughs) of both. You know what I mean? I was like, God, I don't know. I mean, the pressure has to be immense, but he he also seems genuine at the same time. So I guess that's good. He, he does. He does. He seems very, um, excited about it all. He seems genuinely interested, uh, in it. Um, and, you know, but I know that Rachel wasn't happy about it and she had every right to be unhappy about it. Um, you know, saying that the casting was basically like posting a black box and not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that assessment of the situation, but I also know she is excited about him being on the show. You know, she's yeah. like, you know, she's um very, I think she's, happy that it's happening she's just like it's kind of too little too late um totally makes sense oh for sure um so i don't know we'll see how the season goes i what i do hope is that they end up having some of the kinds of conversations that rachel had on her season because i thought that it was really important to do that stuff like she was very open about like the experience is different for me and here's why and the expectation is higher for me and that's and here's why the pressure is on and here you know it's like I'm expected to represent this entire group of people 
and that's stressful, you know, um, and that's a lot on my shoulders and it's not lost on me and I'm taking it very seriously, you know? So I really love that she, and she was also like, remember that she would like date, she'd be going on dates with guys and she'd be like, have you ever brought like a black girlfriend home right yeah that, you know which, and, and then they were like, always taking it back like uh, and she's like uh because it's different it's different and you might think you know how your parents are going to react uh but you don't know so i just want to ask you that have you ever dated someone you know who was black or didn't look like you or you know mm-hmm. because you might find out that it's it's maybe a problem for your family that you didn't know or some people, some members of your extended family. And it's like, and she's like, and that's my reality and I can't hide from it. And you don't have to see it, you know, unless you are purposeful about it. And so I, I liked that she really didn't shy away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and, she was I very mean, open about it. And it, it is, it's a huge, especially on a show like that where, it, and afterwards they're trotting her out as like their cultural ambassador. It's like, God, all that pressure for a stupid ass reality show. But at the same time, she knows she's got this huge platform and, and how important that is. So I don't her. Yeah. Well, and she like rose to the challenge, which she didn't have to, you know, and the fact that she's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it. And even though it's stressful and, and, and people just rip her a new one all the time online you know it's like she'll put and then you see like and it's and it's uh it feeds into a lot of like microaggressions and stereotypes and tropes that we don't have time to get into because we're at over an hour now (laughs) but the whole like it's kind of like um i see a lot of people kind of saying like she's getting too big for her britches kind of thing and i'm like whoa 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 you better slow your roll and watch what you're saying like do you i mean i don't think they realize what they're saying but they're you know it's like oh you know that whole i mean it's all white supremacy when it comes down to it (laughs) it boils down to it's just like i mean if i'm going to be in the most general terms uh, possible you know it's like it's like you are so threatened by her success and her platform that you're doing anything you can to try to silence her. But lucky for her and lucky for us, she's not going to shut the fuck up. It's so great, you know? And so I will be interested to see her take on the whole season. And I hope that, I mean, Matt seems like such a nice guy. I hope he, uh, isn't afraid to be honest. Um, I feel like, because here's the thing, I feel like Mike would have been in the same lane as Rachel was in terms of being brutally honest about stuff or like Eric too. I think Eric, I mean, they were like favorite choices of mine, Kenny as well. Like I thought any one of those three guys would be a great first black bachelor. Like they were awesome. They had um, a great platform. They were very honest. They were genuine dudes, you know. Um, so it's like, because I don't know anything about Matt outside of he's Tyler's best friend, it's hard to say what kind of a job he's going to do. Um, but you know, it's like, they're like trying to build him up. Like he's so great. Cause instead of getting a beer, he works out. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Like, I don't, that's not relatable, but anyway, <laughs> um, like, Oh, we had to run stairs like 30 minutes after his, uh, good morning America appearance. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, okay, like, I don't really understand why that is, like, the thing that you're, t- but whatever. Um, well, I do understand, but I, like I said, let's not get into all that now. Um, but it, he seems excited. I hope his season goes well. I have high hopes. I do like that he said, you know, that he's excited about it from, like, a standpoint of representation and, ha- and like, showing diverse relationships and, um, like, setting an example there and, like, blazing the trail. And, and I also do feel like he kind of, um, in a kind of sneaky way, I don't know if you got this feeling, I feel like he kind of snuck in, like, and this is the start of a lot more of that happening in the future, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of the wave that I felt like he was riding. And I was like, yes, I will go on that journey with you. Like <laughs> it's about fucking time. Seriously. So, um, so that would be great. Cause, um, you know, if, it, if a TV show about your show, um, what, like six years ago, probably now had a black bachelor on it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's about time. When, when did unreal season one come out? I don't even remember. Did you watch unreal ever? I feel like I've asked you this question before. No. I did not. Oh, it was in 2015. So five years ago. If, if for those of you who are listening, if you haven't watched Unreal, it's, uh, you don't necessarily have to watch, uh, every season. Um, but definitely like the first couple seasons are very good. And the first season in particular is, is just excellent. Um, just a really, really good show. So, um, and it's all about kind of like, I think some of the people involved were like producers. Yeah. Or, so they had kind know, of the inside track on, on what it's actually like. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the show is all about like all of the manipulative things that people do to get, to put a good show together and to get these contestants to say and do certain things. And um, yeah, so it's, it's very, it's very good. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was on season one or two, though, that they and I now I think I'm trying to remember if it was I think it was season two that they had like and, and it wasn't called The Bachelor, right? It was like Everlasting or whatever. And I can't remember what the name of the bachelors and bachelorettes were. But I think it was in season two where they did like the first black, you know, bachelor equivalent i can't remember what it was called off the top of my head and i'm like trying to find it and i'm not uh doing well finding it uh so uh anyway everybody should watch that i think you would like it if you like the things that we talk about it's it's very neat to see a show kind of i mean of course they're dramatizing it but some of the things that happen in the show i have heard have happened behind the scenes See, this is good um, i need i need a new show to watch so this is this is oh you new, haven't yeah my new hulu yeah, fave. i think it was uh i think it was on um lifetime originally it is on hulu now okay you said or no uh, i don't or i don't, don't know. know i'm gonna look it up but if it's not there then i will uh, i'll find a way to borrow it from the internet yeah you should at least borrow it um let me see uh i'm i'm looking on oh it is on hulu so you can get the first seat first four seasons of unreal on hulu and that is plenty enough seasons uh for you to watch perfect because uh i i think really the i mean i think i watched the first three seasons the first two are very worth watching uh and sherry appleby's in it and i think she's great so Mm. i just always thought she was great um 
But yeah, Matt's a hottie. Uh, I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is a hottie. So like, I mean, at, at the very least, you get to watch like a hot dude date people. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, and I really don't have much to say about the end of, of this episode because they're just like showing her with Robbie, which I just was never about and never really thought made any sense. And then her with Jordan and, you know, they're still together and everything's great. And her parents brought a cake over. Okay. It's lovely. Um, so Much I don't like know if I, any season of The Bachelor. Why am I so cynical about this, with, about this Jordan shit? I, I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, I mean, like, much like any season of The Bachelor, it's it's about the journey. It's not the destination. Okay. Like nine times out of 10, by the time you get to the end, it's not as interesting as it was in the beginning when there was just all kinds of lunatics running around. But, you know, Robbie's orange. Jordan used to play football. He's got a weird family. It's fine. Everybody's happy. As long as JoJo's happy. That's what I care about. That's so nice. I mean, what do you think about all that family drama? Because obviously we're, we are, uh, you know, Green, Green Bay in Green Bay Packers country. We are in Packer country. I was not born and raised here, so I'm not a, a cheese head by any means. But it's, it's odd. Because- I am a cheese head, everyone. Don't worry. I Sorry, guess- keep going. <laughs> You know, they they address it on the season because when they went to hometowns or whatever, Jordan was just like, oh, my famous brother's not going to be there because he has a strained relationship with my family. And it's like, okay, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I think they they kind of played it up, it seemed like, on the show. And clearly it's not an issue now. It's just kind of weird because it, it, Aaron Rodgers seems like a very weird dude outside of football anyway. So I think it, if anything, it just adds to the mythos of Aaron Rodgers. Well, but I mean, is it okay now? Because I'm not sure if it is. Um, are you sure it's okay now? I thought that there was still drama. Maybe or there is. is. It, or is it better now because they like Danica better? That could be. That could be. Maybe. I I don't. I'm not sure. I really don't know. I just know that it was like. It was like Jordan and then their other brother. Mm-hmm. I think they're aligned. Um, but um, yeah, but I don't think that like I know that it's like Aaron versus his whole family. Yeah. And I know that when he was with Olivia Munn, like it sounded like they hated her, <laughs> which like I get it. Um because I will never forget the shit that she said when she turned down the role of Vanessa in Deadpool and acted like that was going to be like, like a shameful role to play. How dare you? How, How dare, dare you? you? Vanessa is amazing and you would be lucky to play her. Okay. Just because she was like a sex worker doesn't mean that she wasn't cool as shit. Like, how dare you jump to that conclusion? Like, that's really what she said. She she said that she was, like, um, up for the role and she didn't want to take it because of, like, who, like the the job that she had. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, do, do you even read the rest of the script and, like, how ass-kickingly cool she was? Anyway. Ugh. People make me mad when when they when they speak out against nerdy things. Apparently, I'm like mad at Dean for denying his Triforce tattoo. Mad at Olivia Munn for not understanding Deadpool. This <laughs> is like just get very defensive. Um, apparently, uh, I'm looking to see like if there's like a 2020 update on this. Because um, yeah, they talk about how he didn't appear for JoJo's date, mm-hmm. 
And, um, and Jordan had said on the show, it's just the way he's chosen to do life. I chose to stay close with my family and my parents and my brother, Luke. Um, and apparently they're all deeply affected by the situation. He said it, his brother, Luke said it pains both of us not to have that relationship with Aaron. We miss our brother. I trust that God brings things full circle and everything would just get back to us being a family. I think there is some religious stuff too, if I remember correctly, mm, yeah. that has also caused a rift where like, I, I think like his family is like pretty religious and I don't think Aaron is. And I think that that is also an issue. I could see that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, like a- anybody did anything particularly horrible. They just don't like each other. There's some sort of weird friction that we're not privy to. Yeah, it's weird because like they're in California and this is like some East Coast wasps, wasp shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. or or some like Midwest passive aggressive shit. And like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so. Yeah, appear- and I don't know if they have even met at this point, which is just so strange, too. So anyway, I just I mean, being a cheese head, as you say, I am interested in that kind of in that kind of drama. Um, also, I don't know if you guys can hear the drama of my dogs outside. If you can, I'm so sorry. They're all mad about something happening. Someone is walking and they should not be walking. No, they're not allowed outside. Come on. Um, but yeah, airing public laundry is not what I would have chosen. Uh, God, this is so anyway. Um, I haven't really looked into this in a while, but I just, uh, the last that I had heard, there wasn't a lot, there wasn't a lot, um, uh, that had changed. Um, oh, apparently he did in January, 2020, um, this is what I, I think I did hear about this, but January, 2020 feels like an entire lifetime ago. It feels like three years ago at this point. Um, but he had an interview with Danica cause Danica Patrick has a, has a podcast, mm-hmm. of course, uh, called Everyone pretty knows. intense. It's called pretty intense, which is just a very good, that is a very good name for her podcast. Um, I will say the only time that I've ever seen Danica Patrick, she was like, verbally abusing somebody at the Milwaukee mile. But anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) And I also saw Ashley Judd real quick and, um, she is cute. Um, (laughs) nothing but nice things to say about her. Uh, but he had said on her podcast that he had trouble connecting with his religious community as a child. Um, and, and apparently that pissed off his whole family. That he's Hmm. like, he said, most people that I knew church was just, you just had to go. And because he said that his whole family got upset. Oh, well, I, (laughs) it seems it's, it's this is my, this is my point. I feel like I, maybe that's why I don't like Jordan. Cause I feel like I am more on Aaron's side than Jordan's side on this. Yeah. I feel like if I was a part of that family, I would probably be doing the same things that Aaron's doing. So I think that's why maybe that's part of the reason I'm so hesitant with Jordan. Cause yeah. I'm like, I don't understand why he can't say how he feels about religion. Sorry. I don't exactly. get it. And like, it's not like, I mean, that wasn't some like scathing heretic statement. It's just kind of a no. fact. I think a lot of people who would consider themselves religious would agree with that, that there's a lot of people that just go because they're supposed to go and they don't really think about what that means or why they're doing it. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> and, and it, and it's not even him saying like, and how stupid is that? Or any, he was just like, that's just how I felt growing up. That's how I felt. 
you know, and, and to, to have people be like, so offended by your reality and your feelings is very, it's not like he's hurting anybody else. He's not, I, I, I always feel like you are totally entitled to have your opinion. If your opinion isn't hurting anybody else or infringing on anybody else's rights. So, you know, I don't care if somebody practices a religion that I don't practice or I don't believe in or whatever, as long as what they're doing isn't like changing my rights or my bodily autonomy or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I'm cool with it, you know, and, and, you know, vice versa. I would expect people who believe certain things to be cool with me not believing certain things because you know what, I'm not telling them not to do it and I'm not hurting them or whatever, you know, like, I just think it's a nice two way street. Like I have friends who are very religious and I have friends who are atheists and, I we all respect each other's well, honey. The and Rogers viewpoints. family doesn't work that way. Okay, I understand. I understand, uh, but that's my but that's my point. <laughs> there, there are three tenets to being a uh, resident of the state of Wisconsin, and that's God, family, Packers, and there's nothing else. Well, you know, when I was a kid growing up, my pastor used to say when we would have um, a noon game, he would get us out early. We'd get out of church early Ooh. and he would go, go in peace, serve the Lord, go pack. I am not kidding. Oh, um, boy. So that is what I grew up in. Uh, good. Healthy. healthy and it was stuff. fine. And it was fine. It was fine. Um, yeah, you turned out pretty moderate. good. I think you're fine. I turned out fine. And I had a positive church experience. Not that I would necessarily go back, but it was a positive experience. Um, So that's my point. It's like I grew up in a religious uh, upbringing. Uh, I have since changed the way that I feel about things, Mm -hmm. but I also don't hold it against anybody else who still feels that way or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I think it's very strange that he just said something like, I just felt like I had to go to church growing up. And they're like, that deeply hurt us. Like that to me seems like some weird manipulative bullshit from a, from family. That's just like not dedicated to actually healing anything. So I feel like being the person who is kind of on the outskirts of some of my family members anyway, like I am kind of the weird one. (laughs) A lot of the times I would just be like, goodbye. Yeah. So I get it. Anyway, um, thanks for indulging uh, a little bit of Packer gossip because I just, you know, you you have to do it. Um, it's, it's all part of the extended universe. That's that's what we, we do. Yeah. We may not have a season to look forward to with anybody in the stands. Who knows? I really am starting to get sad uh, thinking that there's probably not going to be football this year. Or if there is, it's not going to be anything like how we're used to it. And I just, I, yeah, strange. Um, but the players will be fine. They're plenty rich. Yeah. I think, um, okay. I think they'll be totally fine unless they blew all their money last year, then they're probably in trouble. Um, but uh, I'm very excited for next week. Cause like I said, we're going to be getting into the classic seasons uh, and get to see our first bachelor and bachelorette. And boy, am I excited about that? You know, old and, Gen X, they're going to be like, oh man, nobody writes songs like Eddie Vedder anymore. What's with these kids on TikTok? That's what they're going to say. That's it's going to be just like that. And we're going to get to watch Trista and Ryan's love story. (laughs) But until then, 
Uh, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves. Uh, wash your hands and be nice to your family. <laughs> yeah. And don't do needle drugs. <laughs> and don't do needle drugs and don't be like Chad. Yeah. Don't be a Chad. Yeah. That's all we have to say about that. All right. Bye. Bye. Protein.